Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Magician Nelson Lugo. Hi, I'm nerdcore rapper Schaefer the Dark Lord. We're best friends who hate each other's guts. And we co-host the Epic Podcast. A monthly show in which we discuss comic books, video games, television, movies, our debilitating emotional problems, and Batman. So much Batman. That's the Epic Podcast on the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Be safe, internets. Bye. Seriously, so much Batman. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. It contains content that may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. All Nerdy Show podcasts are made possible by the generous support of listeners like you. Discover the many ways you can join in at nerdyshow.com. All right, so we are starting off the first episode of Max's new campaign. Max is a very new GM. He's GM'd exactly one game before. Am I right about that? Yeah, kind of. I made it up as I went. Yeah, which is that's well, that's all, what that's a lot of people. Is. A lot of people do that. No, well, I mean like made up the game. Yeah, <laughs> so, I'm new to the chair. Isn't that what we're doing on this show? Making it up as we go. Making up the game. So we got Max GMing today. Yeah. And for players, we have Liam. Hey, everybody. Doug. Hello. Myself, Josh. And our friend Andrew joining us for the first time. Hello out there. So how are you feeling, Max? I am feeling good and also unsure, but I don't care. Just like my first time. What yes. are your What are your worries uh, about to start looking into this campaign? What makes you nervous? I am sort of in a fog of, I've never jammed before. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to throw out what I have and see how it rolls out. It's not really nerves that I'll mess up or do something wrong because who cares? It's just more like getting everything together. Yeah. You know? I'm really into the world building, not so much the stats. Mm-hmm. They're a little more of a mystery to me, so I'm just going to go with it. I'm excited to see how you feel about combat after you've run it. Yeah. You have our group's full permission to fail. Do whatever you're going to do. That's a negative. I do not give you permission to fail. You have permission to fail. I don't need your permission to fail. <laughs> I've been failing before I met you. Well, Max. Okay. The floor is yours. Take it away. Open scene. Flowing down the river Wit, you find a merchant ship smaller than an ocean vessel because it's a river trader on the ship you can see a tent of sorts put up more of a pavilion awning kind of thing for passengers this is not the kind of ship that usually bears passengers or has bears as passengers or well hey we haven't dealt with bears yet we we don't even know if bears are a thing if they want to pay the fee they can (laughs) they can climb aboard you want to ride with me you pay the fee yeah so under this awning are sitting four kempt gentlemen, or three kempt gentlemen. And one very unkempt lady. One very unkempt lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of them looks a little more ornamental than the others. Maybe looks like he's in charge. And Liam, could you tell us who that is? Sergeant Regibald Winthrop Dane. And he's wearing a bronze dragoon's cap with black tasseling in an almost ponytail fashion. He's got a black steel harness over his marshal's uniform that is colored red and black denotating command he has a shield a sword and a mace 
and a very British mustache. And sitting next to him is? There is a Eshwin female bat lady in her mid-30s. Her uniform is black with white trim, much like the rest, but hers has a shoulder cape and looks like it allows for things to be stored in the sleeves. And it's a little unkempt. She's got maybe the collar open a little bit, trying to look a little sexy. Uh, She resembles a large brown bat, and up against her is leaning a large staff with a broken crystal ball at the top. And she's played by Josh. And next to her is... Bentley Garrison. He is a young man in his mid-twenties. His uniform is also black and white. He has a rapier on his hip. He carries himself with a sort of dignified posture, and he appears to be very concerned with the cleanliness of his uniform because it's all about appearances oh and he is played by doug until i can find a better actor and finally there is an older man with long hair pulled back into a ponytail and a relatively long beard he is sitting in a chair with his feet up on a barrel of some kind and has a very long pike resting on his shoulder and he is i feel like he'd be smoking a pipe is that you can have a pipe? Okay, sure. and he's uh, no pipes in this world. <laughs> First of all, how dare you? <laughs> right? Yeah. Opium. I imagine just whatever passes for tobacco. Wacky tobacco. No, he's uh, it, it explodes every time you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing if just one cigarette in every pack exploded. I don't think that. Like, I don't think I could live oh, with that, that level of on. uncertainty. But the rest of them would be really good. They're already the best thing on earth. Why would you ever change them? <laughs> Liam's saying this, having quit recently. It is the worst. Yeah. I'm so angry. <laughs> and he is puffing lazily on a pipe as they go on down the river. And he is played by myself, Andrew. Uh, his uniform is black yeah, with blue trim, um, indicating that he is the group's medic. These four are a company of Akinosian marshals who have been sent to deal with something that nobody else really wants to deal with. They find themselves on a ship from the regional capital of Torsnarf, which is a very minor city in the eyes of anyone who's been anywhere else, but to them is important because it's where they live. The governor of Torsnarf not only refused to meet with you, but just sent a messenger to the docks directing you where to go. He doesn't care, but someone above him told him to send you. You are what they got. You've been on the river for three days on this merchant ship now. You are getting close to Witsnarf. The sailors have ignored you, mostly for three days. This is a cargo ship. You are not cargo that they want to deal with. But now, after three days, they've gotten used to you. They're opening up a little more, being a little more friendly. The smell doesn't offend them as much. No. According to the letter, your job is to travel to Witsnarf. The sub-governor has been pestering everyone he can get a hold of for a very long time. With the military gone, you are the best that he could hope for. Poor guy. The letter doesn't have your mission. It just tells you where to go to get your mission. Mm, Okay. We assume that the governor knew the mission. The governor knew the mission, but you also can tell the governor didn't care enough about it. If it had been important, he would have invited you in to at least his secretary's office. But someone just met you at the port with a letter. How far are we from Whitsnerf? You should be there in half a day. So the sailors are already doing their work, and you see three gelt who are kind of have opened up to you a little more that it's been three days and you haven't done anything stupid they all male they're all male you're cargo technically but kind of guess we we'd never had people this is new it's new for us have you been to witsnarf before me no never excited oh. excited yeah you have not been to witsnarf before they've never been to witsnarf they're excited to get there <laughs> and you see some of the other sailors looks like 
snicker and laugh. <laughs> a touch better than this boat, I assume. It's not great. I mean... I can't ride a horse on this boat. I haven't been around the world, but I've been to nicer places in Whitsnarf, I'll tell you. My name's uh, Wolfa, by the way. Not that you asked. <laughs> Why would I ever bother to do that? <laughs> well, you asked me for something. Am I supposed to ask your name every day? Because I'll do it. Well, you, you could have been like, hey, what's your name? Before asking for something. I could I could have just been like, excuse me, nondescript otter man. Well, yeah, but that would also... And you guys are rude. <laughs> <laughs> like, you insult my boat. It was not my boat, but I, I live on it. I was, like, trying to open up to you, and this is not the way I thought it would go. I've been thinking about it in my head for, like, two days. Corporal. You don't get many guests. Corporal. No, my name's Wolfa. <laughs> he was... Uh, yes, sir. Corporal. Please round our associates. We should get ready to depart as soon as possible. They're sitting right next to you. We are all sitting. And, uh, I know, and, but I, it's your job to do it. Bentley turns to Cal, sees Cal's quietly puffing away on his pipe, and just says, All right then, Cal, are you ready? Cal takes a deep drag off of his pipe and blows it out and uh, says, Yes, Corporal, I am quite ready to get off of this boat. Nin, uh, are, are you ready to, to disembark as soon as we arrive? I'm Always ready for action. And Bentley, you know what I mean. <laughs> Bentley ever so slightly shakes his head and then, and then looks back to uh, Sir Reginald and says, Well, there you have it, old man. We're ready to go. As soon as we can dock, we'll be on our way. Why, thank you, Corporal. An exemplary job. Bentley will give an exaggerated mm-hmm. salute and sit back down. Then Wolfa uh, notices Cal smoking a pipe. Uh, that's a nice pipe you got there. Um, you like to drink? you smoke because i know i do i do in fact do you have uh, something that we can drink no captain's pretty hard ass about that but um you are going to Whitsnarf if you know what i mean i can't say that i do we've never been um so wait you have never had gloom smite before no who was that okay gloom smite have you ever had mead i've been pretty sheltered okay because gloom smite is a mead but like have you ever have you ever been outside on a really cold day? You're Work. just hitting all I'm batting zero. Okay, but like <laughs> like working really hard on something that needs to be done. Then you go inside and you, you sit in front of a hot fire and there's like a meal that's gonna be ready pretty soon. You ever had something like that happen to you? Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. That's yeah. that's kinda what Gloom Smite's like. It's like having parrots again. <laughs> um, wow. That's really depressing. You you should definitely drink some gloom smite. I think I should. What do you um, think, Sergeant? Is that be okay? As long as we're not on duty, it doesn't bother me. I, I'll this do guy, it. Uh, I can tell by his hat, he seems a little stuck up. It's kind of illegal. Gloom smite? Yeah. Is that cool? <laughs> why? Why would it be illegal? Um. Okay. Have you ever been outside on like a really <laughs> cold day doing something really important? Then you come inside and there's a hot fire and a meal that's coming up. Yeah, I heard this bit. Yeah, if you could drink something like that, would you keep working or listen to anyone who told you not to drink that kind of stuff? Absolutely not. Yeah. I, I definitely would. I work hard. I play hard. I want to change my answer. Oh. No, I would not. Okay. <laughs> Do that. Yeah. So um, last time I was at Snarf, it was... Not very fun, but I've heard that Gloom Smite. Gloom Smite's back, and it's back big. Wolfa was your name? Yeah. Maybe you could, you know, show a girl how it's done. You get to town. Um, we're not getting off the boat, though. 
captain won't let us off the boat because of Gloom Smite. Are you slaves? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're not slaves. We just, I guess you could say we're slaves to Gloom Smite. You know. I see you done a lot of it. Oh, if it's available, I'm yeah. Because yeah. it's like you burn it. You're outside all day. You know, you come inside. And it's cold. Fire. Cold day. Yeah. Oh, cold, cold day. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Sergeant, we are technically marshals of the Akinosian Empire. Should we be listening to this conversation and possibly encouraging our dear friend Nin here to partake? Oh, in how? What are you worried about? Is it just between us and, and I only and the joined so people? I could I only joined so I could see the world. A little bit of gloom spite never hurt anyone. Cal, I see your word. We're not here to cross every T and dot every I. We're here to enforce the law. Here, here. Is that why we we were the last people chosen to do this? Or the first for a job that isn't uh, considered too important. Also, I have a distinct idea that maybe we're here because of the heroin mead. You guys are like marshals. I heard you say that. Yeah, marshals. Yeah, and we're wearing the uniforms. We don't get marshals around here very often. I don't know. You ever see a cape like this? No, it's nice though. I like Thanks, it. I like it too. It's cool. What is that like? Are you allowed to wear that? Yeah, I mean, it's. I. I oh, they cool. told me I should. Holds up her staff, weighs it. She's like, I just, uh, I brought this. They gave me the cape. Wow, you can do like magic and stuff. Yeah. Whoa. I wouldn't be doing this job if I could do magic. I think. No. Well, these two can't do magic. Yeah, they're not sailing on a river barge either. So seems like they're doing pretty well for themselves. This guy sounds like some kind of fancy boy. He's very fancy. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, fancy boy. <laughs> what you doing later? Uh, yeah. Apparently, gloom smite. Uh, it sounds uh, very oh, interesting. Hell yeah, you're really gonna like it. I can't say I've had uh, too many experiences that would equate to working hard on a cold day and coming in because I would just stay inside. Oh, so I'm like gloom smite all the time is what I'm trying to say. Holy shit! So step getting into the <laughs> army was kind of a step down. So looking to get back some of that uh, nice wow. warm feeling. Would... What are you? What are you doing here? Uh, proving that I can uh, uh, live up to my father's uh, ridiculous expectations because it's it really it, it's it's been quite fun. It's been like camping for a very long time. It's been uh, I have no frame of reference for your life, man. I'm sorry. Honestly, I I think you might need to go to therapy afterwards for that at some point. Maybe nonsense. I can have gloom smite anytime I want. It's very, it sounds very attractive. <laughs> yes, this wow. sounds like a wonderful plan. We will give the walking death machine. A drug that makes her even stranger than she already is. <laughs> How do we know that's not our mission? It's probably our mission. If you don't mind my asking, like, what are you doing in Whitsnarf? That's a good question. You literally haven't told us. It's an NPC. <laughs> yeah, it's I know. Wolfa, <laughs> hey, uh, do you know what we're doing here? <laughs> no. Like, I just don't know why you'd be going to... Oh, no. Look, don't. We're not going to... Rat you out. We're not Knox, if that's what you're wondering about. Okay, cool. You're cool? I'm really cool. The guy in the hat. I don't know. It's, it's a helmet, thank you. And fancy boy. I don't know, man. Who walks away from, like, a life that is Gloom Smite? Imagine getting bored of Gloom Smite and then, like, needing to, like, Hold re- on. return it to it. boredom that made me join up with the Ocean <laughs> Army. It was, it was something to prove, because... You- so your dad kicked you out? I prefer to say it was a challenge to go on an adventure and prove that I'm uh, worthy of, of the inheritance that's at stake. Oh, cool. No, I get you now. My dad did the same thing when I was seven. He challenged me to go work on a river barge. Is he proud of you? You keep in touch? Any, uh, you know? Uh, no. 
I haven't seen it. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) No, he's not. uh, Sorry to hear that. It's been 14 years. You might want want to uh, send a letter to the old man. Let him know that you're you're doing well. Um, He thinks reading and writing is uh, for Nancy boys. I agree. Enough of that. I asked. I once asked to learn how to read, and he hit me. Oh. So I didn't ask again. Yeah, oh so, <laughs> you seem to have like a lot of life experience. Yeah, that happens on a river. So, and you've been to Witsnarf. I've been to Witsnarf. Yeah, it wasn't very nice. If you were running the place, okay. Yeah. Instead of that, uh, that guy. Yeah. What's his name again? I'm drawing a blank. Oh, uh, I don't actually know his name. Um, I don't really mingle with. People who are in charge of things. Well, if you were in charge, if they put you in charge, okay, they put Volfa's in tomorrow. charge tomorrow. Tomorrow, can you think of a Volfa? reason? Volfa, I thought you, I thought you Volfa. just hit. I thought you would hit a hard Volfa there, man. <laughs> I, I wish somebody Volfa. would hit this Volfa hard. Uh, <laughs> so, if you were in charge, what? Uh, why would you hire the group of us? And he just kind of gives you a sad look and goes back about his business. I wonder if, like, the idea of him being in charge just kind of ruined his life. Nin, my dear, I think it's safe to say that your charm has worked again. Well, maybe you've expanded his horizons just a, just a little bit. Sounds like he expanded mine. It's not difficult. Nope. <laughs> you see the sailors start to get a little more busy. You are not sailors, but you even you can notice that the, the river scene is changing. Coming up on the hilly terrain of Kerr, Kind of forested, lightly populated, a little more populated on the river. Not much to look at beyond hills and trees. Maybe an hour or two passes where the sailors are still not talking to you. Finally, uh, Volfa comes back with another kettle of fish. Maybe some stale bread. Um, here's here's some more food. We should be in Witsnarf pretty quick. If you look, you can kind of see the outskirts now. Sorry we were rude to you, Volfa. It's okay. It was interesting. Fancy boy. Me and a couple of the sailors just wanted to... Just say, hey, thanks for being aboard. It's well, nice to have a little bit of scenery. Oh, well, thank you for having me. It was, you were very pleasant. You were very polite. Oh, cool, thanks. We don't get many guests, and we didn't know how to act around you. You're Five very... stars. <laughs> You're really pretty. Well, thank you. He is. You're a very handsome model yourself. Uh, thanks. He's really flustered. He doesn't know how. Um, oh, oh, thank you. And he just sets down the fish and walks away. Like, well... It's hard to disagree with him. She kind of like wiggles an ear at Bentley. Plus one momentum. Boom, 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 boom. All four, oh, all four? All across oh, the board. Shoot. I like that interaction. You hear the captain yelling across the deck. Captain is a... You can randomly generate this. Yes, let's randomly generate that. All right. Do we have the list? Uh, it's somewhere in here. Hold on. So we have a female. Three again. Guff. Yes. D8 is the... um. 77? Damn. Damn. All right. Long in the tooth. 45. Who is that? Hello. I'm Thor. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. 77-year-old female guy. All right, everybody. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Michael Jackson. No, No, do it. Do it. All right. Uh, I should put a little more of this into it. All right, you bastards. You remember what happened last time? You weren't paying attention. You almost wrecked my damn boat. So get off your ass and watch out. We're going to pull into Whitsnarf and we're going to get the hell out of here. Because I know about you. I ain't got no one sneaking off to get any of that gloom spine. It ain't happening again. <laughs> so my damn husband left me. Yeah. 
I love her. Forty years ago, I'm gonna find that bastard. What's announcing this to the crew every time they pull into port? She's just up and down the river looking yes. for her husband. Cal, uh, does my command now seem better in comparison? Three days of this, man. <laughs> now, Reg, you know that I am loyal, and you know I have followed you through just about anything. But uh, it's about the same. I have only called you a bastard once in this past week. Thank you very much. You're quite welcome. You are pulling into the port of Witsnarf, which, if you thought Torchnarf was grand... <laughs> I wasn't aware we did. <laughs> yeah. If you thought Torchnarf was yeah. grand... Which, I, I don't I think, was, I, I, don't I, think the, I did. I was yeah. under the impression we weren't supposed to. Yeah. Torchnarf was yeah. grand, but sure. Witsnarf is a medium-sized town putting on airs. The port is not very full of ships. It is on the extreme end of the River Wit trading route. It's mildly important. Like I said, there are a few ships. It's relatively clean. You do notice colorful tents and banners of maybe vendors as you pull in. A little more lively than maybe the sailors had led you to expect. Hmm. You hear laughter coming from different areas, music playing. Now, does this look like a festival? Does it look like a like a market that's just it's happening? Yeah, it looks like a market. You'll see as you disembark from the ship, the market is more of a party atmosphere. There's no barkers trying to hawk or sell anything. It's just music and good times. Is this a, a river town in the sense that most of this town is on the river, or or like the, the port the leads port into it? Docks are a major part of the town. It is, like I said, a medium-sized town. The docks are definitely the most important. You can tell that is the lifeblood of the city, but there is city beyond. All and right. I say city in a relative wooden houses. The fort is... What's like a rough mm-hmm. population of, of this? You would say maybe two, 3,000 people. You know, it's not a very large place. It is a place that could be, but is not. We know you didn't have to choose... Us for your travels. <laughs> um, I never really had people who wanted to be on my boat before, and it's been an experience. And I want to thank you. And if you see my goddamn husband, you tell him I'm looking for him. I got his leg. What's he look like again? Um, he's a guff. He's got tusks. It's been forty years. I kind of forget. Oh, but I got his goddamn leg. What's his name? Would he have a fake leg then, or be missing a leg, or do you just did you just take a leg of his? No, I, I cut it off. So it's not from his collection. Okay. No, I cut it off, and he hopped away. I was like making fun of him, and he hopped into the river and swam away. Is he? Do you, do you know his name? His your name husband? was Baron, but it's been forty years. He knows I'm looking for him. He might be using a different name. Is he using a different leg? <laughs> Don't instigate the cow. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just—I've I I never done this investigation type stuff. Before. Well, if you see a guff with one leg, yell out Baron, and if he turns around, that's probably him. <laughs> do we like arrest him? What do you want us? Do you want to drag him to the river? No, just tell him I'm looking for him. Okay, he'll know what that means. It felt like a better ship while you were here. Thank you. Although this guy, um, he's too pretty. <laughs> I agree. He's he's like Gloom Smite. You know what I mean? We will. I don't let him have it because they won't work. Bentley's feeling rather chuffed. 
Ben- Bentley off the ship. Quick march. Quick march, boy. All right, old man. Good idea. Mm-hmm. Loose stranger to admirers. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I don't want them to take advantage of you, sir. You bastard! You hear, you hear a thum thwack. And as you turn around, you see the captain has a hand crossbow in her hand, and there's an arrow bolt quivering next to one of the sailors who was sneaking towards the the dock where you guys were leaving. Ooh. Cal uh, ashes his pipe out, grabs Bentley by the shoulder, and just pushes him forward towards the ramp and oh, off was, the was, boat as quickly as possible. Bentley was already yeah. halfway stepping onto that ramp. So. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Cal. <laughs> Nin picks up her uh, satchel, puts it over, tightens her component pouch around her, and uh, waves goodbye with her staff in hand. Ha- thank you again. This is great. It's first boat ever. I was glad it was you. All right. You walk off the pier into the carnival-like atmosphere. The sun is glinting off your uniforms. The music peters out. There is a couple musicians that you can see. There's a Krex playing a mandolin-type instrument. Just kind of stops mid-strum looking at you. You see a couple other people kind of move their clothes, kind of 14-year-olds hiding bottles of Smirnoff ice, kind of... Mm. Yeah. Rezimas. A buzz starts to go around that you are here. Like the fuzz is here. Yeah. Are there any constables in view? No. You actually see a very distinct lack of any armed citizenry in the mm. port area. Um, excuse me. The marshals. Are you the marshals? Yes, sir. We are the marshals. Big smile. On Big smile. You see a Tolden in a, a green robe with a white sash. He is waving a letter at you. Marshals. Are you the marshals here? I have a letter. I was told by Eltham Redbriar himself to deliver this letter to the leader of the marshals. I'm assuming it's you. I do have a nice hat. Is that a dragoon? A dragoon helmet? Yes, it is. Were you in the dragoons? Yes, I was. Redbriar is going to be very pleased. This situation is already turning out better than we thought. What? Hi, I'm Nin. Hi, hello, Nin. How are you? What's your name? My name? My name is Gregor. But, um, I'm not important. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like we have a lot in common. <laughs> See, what's important is the future of Witsnarf. The grand future of Witsnarf. Can I have that letter, please? Oh, yes, sorry. I was just struck by your companion here. I'll, right. I'll strike you again. <laughs> it is a gilded envelope. Not super fancy. You wouldn't think anything of it, but it is a little fancier than a normal letter. Gregor hands the letter over to Regibald. All right. I read the letter. In very flowery script, you see that it is an invitation and a pass into the capital fortress. You can look over and see half stone, half wood, a hill fort. Decent keep, though? Not really. Okay. (laughs) No, never. Never is good. It wants to be. About eight feet high in stone, and the rest is wood palisade. Instead of a brush-off, it is a flowery invitation to come with haste to the seat of power of Otham Redbriar, the sub-governor of the area. Corporal, please take your time reviewing the note. What I'd like to do, as I look it over and Mm -hmm. sort of get in front of whatever, and I can see the... I was thinking I can see the, the, the flowery presentation of it. I want to try and roll my aristocrat Please role do. to sort of just ascertain if there's any wordplay here that might be hiding the fact that he might be really worried or maybe he's really excited or like mm-hmm. what like what we're kind of stepping yes. into. Like or, a subtext. Yeah, if there's yeah. any subtext or if it seems really guarded. Just... Could you also roll to see if you know of Othelm Redbriar? 
Sure. Um, but I, I guess that'd be my, Your uh, aristocrat. my aristocrat. Yeah. Intellect plus yeah. five. Oh, so that would include my intellect? Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. It's a knowledge. Fourteen. You know the Redbriars as a minor noble family with a couple sons, and Otham is not the heir. Okay. The script in the letter of the text makes it seem way more important than you looking around mm-hmm. to see. Anyone who would be not only the governor of this region, but the sub-governor of this region, should not be writing the way that Otham has written to you. Hmm. Half excitement, half exasperation. Okay. He commands you at once, but also in a kind of silk-gloved kind of way. Sure. Okay. Like, it would be mm-hmm. best if you made to your yes. best ability provided the service that you have been yeah. sworn to do. Yes. <laughs> like that kind of yeah. thing. Okay. Letting you know that he's in charge, but also trying to get you there as soon as possible. Well, the Red Briars, it appears that uh, Otham, he is a very well-educated man. Uh, <laughs> oh, how I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> he appears to be quite insistent on our uh, urgency, but uh, seems to also take great care in, in his appearance as well. So I think it would be best to see what is, could be troubling him so much, but yet not be so upfront about. Well, we might as well make our way there. Cal, do you disagree? So Cal, during this, has kind of been uh, towards the back, a hand on his pike, scanning the crowd. He's very uncomfortable with how many people are around them. Nin, do you have any complaints? What, is there time to try some of this gloom smite before that we is, go? I, I think that's for off hours. And you hear Gregor, like, audibly intake breath at the mention of gloom smite. How, how, how did you hear? We have many ways to gather information. Grigor is visibly impressed, but also chagrined. There is no gloom smite in Witsnoff. It is a, it is banned. And so is adultery. Yet, there surely are many bastards here. Well, adultery is not illegal in Witsnoff. First, Nin looked very sad. In an empire, it would definitely be illegal. Uh-huh. Yeah, but this is Witsnoff. <laughs> so this is like the, uh, the Vegas? It's not the Vegas so much as... Far away from the anyone. The shitty who cares. Reno. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That would be. When Gregor says that Gloomsmite is banned and there's none in Witsnarf, she's she just kind of frowns and looks sad. <laughs> and then when you said that adultery isn't banned, she brightens up again. Yes. <laughs> Gloomsmite is a terrible curse on the Empire, and I know that Otham will put an end to it once and for all. Mm. He doesn't like curses, huh? Does anybody? Like curses. Well, you know, I hope so. We'll live by the curse, die by the curse, surely. Yeah, definitely going to do that. Mostly kill by the curse, <laughs> I, I assume. <laughs> no. Definitely going to die by the curse. <laughs> it's <laughs> coming. <laughs> if I would curse anything, it's it's the damn hives. The hot, the, the, the are you hives? sick? No. From the, the adultery? A- allergic. The hives from the adultery? Allergic to something. No, the hives, The where they live. Oh, the, with the, the Tiktani? It sickens me to even even think of them, but yes. And she like pulls at her collar a little yes. bit more, like, Ooh. <laughs> they are They are responsible for more evil than I can even name to you. I have a pretty big vocabulary. <laughs> for evil especially, yes. I am, I am even speaking above my station. Please, let me, let me bring you to the sub-governor right. right away. Now, sir, your odd prejudices aside, this gloom smite, what exactly does it do? It is a vile poison that robs them of their will, leads to anger. It robs the, the very virtue that the Akinotian Empire is founded upon. Fear? That is a very odd way to speak of the Empire. We're the Empire's fists, sir. We're an implement of its fear. 
It pains me to hear you speak of it with such disrespect. The emperor is a, is a source of virtue for the empire. Cal Scott. The one true emperor. <laughs> also, who who do you believe to be the one true emperor? The true born heir who sits on the throne, the second son. This this petty squabble will be over soon, and yeah. we will... Bentley's just going to walk over, put a hand on, on Gregor's back, yes. and be like, Oh, don't let them concern you. Let's, let's not keep the sub-governor waiting. I can oh, tell yes. that he's definitely... Oh, my apologies. Please. This was a test, and you... You passed. Oh, he starts laughing. Is you, you, you almost got me there. That that is very funny. It was it was funny. It was yes. That, yes, oh. we are all jokesters here. But uh, when it's time to get serious, I assure here you, here and get the job done. I will tell you in which stuff we we enjoy our laughter, pure clean laughter. Otham will set you on the right path. I truly believe. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cal uh, grimaces and taps the butt of his pike on the ground a couple times and just starts walking towards the uh, yes. fort. Bentley will keep yeah. a hand on his back and kind of ushers him. So how is the old boy doing? I, uh, I've heard quite a few things about the Red Briars and just wants to keep small talk to keep this guy occupied because he's clearly... Oh, the... I'm, I'm trying to get a little little of the dirt on uh, on on uh, what's going on because this guy clearly seems enamored with those in position above him. Otham came here a few years ago and he found a town beset by villainy. He has just done so much to clean, to bring commerce, peace. I only hope that you will help us on our path to greatness. Well, we've been ordered to do so, so I'd imagine that's. I don't uh... really have a choice, really. I mean, and I thought oh, I was the zealot. <laughs> you lead up a causeway. Basically, immediately as you leave the area, you hear the music start up again. People go back to having their good times. Oh, what? Ah. <laughs> no, they are. It is a. It is a festival. They are just celebrating the the empire. It's, well, dang, we could do. Let's, yeah, we cut this meeting short with all. Like, I want to get out. Yeah. Oh, you'll be in your civvies as soon as you need to. Be. All right. As you go, you see the the stones of the road get a little grander, a little nicer cobblestone area. You notice several large factotum buildings like factors, people who sell things. There are wagons pulled by dillos. There's more of a upper crust area for this crap town. You notice something very strange. Two banks very grand for a town or city the size of Whitsnarf. Dang. Yeah. Like a boomtown type Kind scenario. of a boomtown. People okay. are a little little more well-dressed not what you would notice in a real Akinosian city. Clean robes, a hem, you know, only three or four inches up is f- mud. It's, you know. Only, okay. Only, yeah. Yeah, that's good. There are several well-kept, well-saddled brookies. Dogs, about five feet high at the shoulder, six feet long. They are 
They're horse dogs. They're horse dogs. They're horse dogs. They are terrifying. They they resemble what? Australian shepherds? Was yes. that the idea? Australian okay. shepherds. They are born and bred for travel. You pass this more affluent area. People kind of notice you and whisper. You come up to the gates. Gregor whisks you through. People standing at the gate. You see Toldens. Lots of Toldens. The armed ones are wearing a uniform like you, you have never seen. This is not a military uniform. It is green and white with a big white sash. What kind of weapons do they have? Bardish. What's the feel of the crowd of Toldens standing outside? They're more excited to see you. Okay. Than anything else. Like they see, they look relieved. Like finally, yeah. Like. Some of them are relieved. Some of them aren't. Some a crowd of people standing in front of the bank, like see you and just walk back in. Are we sensing much like open hostility? No. Okay. No. More, more just like uh, yeah. Turn like some people are just this is happening, almost like a chess move. Okay, gotcha. You are ushered into the courtyard as you go into the private office of Othelm. Redbriar. The doors are flung open, and you see a Tolden standing there in a white robe with a green sash, a very large bronze badge that reads "Sub Governor." You almost think that he posed himself to like as he's you been walk waiting in. The, like, yes. in this pose for like maybe a little too long. Yeah, like he's got his arm. You can see his arm is a little shaking a little bit, like he's been standing to be impressive. He is a is he impressive though? No, kind of watery brown eyes, brown hair. Just you would not pick him out of a crowd. He mm. is. Pale, rosy yeah. cheeks. <laughs> the fourth son of a very minor noble family. He's, How old is he? He is in his late 30s. You can see him kind of brush his badge. He is a... Can I have an aristocratic role? Absolutely. 18? 18. You know there is not a sub-governor uniform. Oh. So okay. he made his own uniform, which is adorable. <laughs> you, know, you know that sub, right. sub-governor is a, is a clerical position. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. Oh, they seem to have created their own uniforms across the board if yeah. we didn't recognize the guards and the color yes. scheme of the sub-governor. There's yeah, okay. uh, something at play here. He's coming in, trying to clean up the town, make a name for himself is what it sounds like. So, okay. I'm not going to act weirded out by the fact that th- he's obviously wearing a uniform that doesn't exist. I would like to see if I would know that. Natty 20. Oh, yeah. You know it. You know it so hard. I'm angry about it, too. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, Bentley, Bentley will share a look yeah. with... Uh, with the sergeant just sort of be like, hmm, yeah, how about that? You know, I, I, I almost want to feel it's like it's like if you're a regular cop and then you meet a uh, like citizens outreach or, thing yeah, and they're like yeah. they're dressed up like a little too police like for your own good. Yeah. You're like not not quite as insulting Ugh. as like stolen valor. Yeah, but yeah. definitely a thing of yeah. like you look too real for your own good. Yeah. You're, you're gonna go meet the head of the. Uh, of the neighborhood watch because they have a bunch of complaints and you're expecting a guy in a polo and it, t- shirt and, and it's he's just and he's, he's wearing regal finery and yeah. you're like no thank you no thank you duke all right so we we got a governor who with is a, with a fake uniform which angers us. me to my very core i would say that uh his uniform although it does not anger me it makes me pity him because i i, I immediately understand even though i don't come from the same situation that he's in i am familiar with it and i just feel really bad for him that he feels like he has to put on a uniform like this cal is immediately certain that he's an idiot and his expectations are very low nin thinks he looks pretty good <laughs> good for nin <laughs> so as you not not yeah. his like face or anything but like she's like you know you'd be ugly otherwise but now yeah. he, he looks pretty yeah, sharp man clean, uniform cleans up well you put on a big badge yeah some people like that kind of thing yeah he is the first thing you notice in this room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But as you take a few seconds, you recognize him. You look at the room. It's a nice size office, 20 feet long, scrolls on the walls. There's plaques. There's the, the Red Briar family crest is up there. You see maps 
just kind of strewn about, some rolled up, some laid out. There's a table, and as you come in, he's like, Yes, gentlemen, gentlemen, please. Oh, and my lady. Very well. You are the officer corps, I assume. Uh, yes, we are. Uh, Sub-governor. Your men, are they are they stationed outside? No, this is this is the lot of us. This is my company. This Yes, the officer corps of the company of the men no, that are... are no, they... no, that is, this is all of us. We number in four. Four? Yes. One, two, three, four of you. Ah, ah, ah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely plus one momentum. Thank you. Yes. I'm trying to get better with the momentum. It's hard. That's the yeah, hardest thing. It is. It really is. <laughs> Until you get used to it, and then you dole it out in real life in situations that don't have to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I will say I was rather hoping for for more, if you don't mind me saying. The threat facing Witsnarf is a threat to the Empire itself. I would say the Empire is rather busy at the moment oh with that that conflict civil war yes i would say yes in witsnarf we believe it will be over quite soon and opportunities will rise that is a very optimistic take on this situation well the empire as the font of virtue cannot be torn asunder you all keep using that word the virtue of the empire we are quite far from the core and yet you seem to be more loyal than most in the core of the empire would you not say that any portion of the Empire is the core of the Empire? Anywhere a hard-working family does their best to serve the Emperor? Sir, I ask you, why have you requisitioned us? Well, I have been asking for about two years for a, a core of the army to come and clean out the Tiktani menace on our borders. Oh, that makes sense. They are destroying the utter soul of what it means to be Akinosian. So you're asking us to declare war on a chorus? Um, they are not a chorus. They are not a collective of Tiktani. These are wild, bestial reavers. They are directly responsible for the poison gloom smite. Oh, okay. It's all starting to come together for old Nin here. These monsters spread their villainy, into the heart of Whitsnarf itself. Among our own people, there are traitors who would rather see them live than be snuffed out. All for their love of coin. Now, just, it, I, I'm not a legal expert. I, I'm Nin, by the way. Nice to meet you, sub-governor. What, sub-governor what? Uh, Redbriar. Redbriar. Otham. Oh, Otham. Oh, first Red name. Red Okay. Mr. Otham, so nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you, Nin. Is Gloom Smite illegal in, like, federally? Or, <laughs> em- empirically? Well, you wouldn't say empirically. Mm. What would you say? Imperially? No. Is it imperially illegal? It is, it is my great hope and wish that none of the rest of the Empire will ever have to ponder such laws. I just, I mean, I just wonder. I don't want to start throwing around words like jurisdiction or anything. But... Are you not imperial marshals? Sure. Yeah. But given that's this. And, and exactly, we're here to enforce imperial law. Yes, and I, as the sub-governor of the region, have declared it illegal for the good of the Akinosian Empire itself. And you don't find this perhaps outside of the purview of your power? Would the governor himself have sent you here if it was against the purview of my office? Yeah, see, that's a good point. It did take two years. Well, as you said before, there is a 
minor civil war going on. Now, I find myself still unsure of exactly what Gloom Smite is. It is a an unfortunate byproduct of honey production. There are people in Witsnarf who make their money from honey. Get that honey money. The local Tiktani are producers of this, which, yes, has value to the Empire. Have you spoken with any of them? Has there been any parley or attempts? Do you speak to a wild guff warrior, or do you impale them with your spear? Do you speak to the wild Brukia in the woods, or do you keep them from destroying your home? Did you just compare guff to Brukie? Well, not civilized guff, but... But Some of my best friends are guff. I'm sure they're very nice, but... Okay, all right. Very fine and well, I guess. What do you want? Like, from from us, you know? I want you to destroy them. I want you to burn them root and core. How, how many of them are there? There are many, and this is why I asked for many troops. But you are what I am given. Like the Empire f- believes in you. I believe you can do it. Like, more than four? <laughs> more than four, yes. But you are Akinosians. And what is an Akinosian if not a hundred of other men? Oh, well, I would say a collection of various races who have come together, but I don't think you would agree with that. No. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I feel we have gotten off track, and he he goes over, kind of pushes some maps out of the way, and he rolls out on the table the map of the region. Come, come, look at this. Very well. Yes. And you see the river wit, you see Witsnarf, you see Torsnarf, Barris, Karer, the local regions, and you see a shallow river leading into a lake. Mm-hmm. It's March shallow. There's depth markings on it. There's a small outpost called Ketchnarf. There are X's, circles, kind of hand-drawn annotations of what would be a blank map. Mm-hmm. And he goes, this, this is the future of the Akinosian Empire. This is the home of the future Dairon Rush. Lake? Just the start. The region, once the Tiktani menace is destroyed, think of what we could build here together. Like a dock? I mean, or a garbage heap for garbage? Um, Old sport, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the, the uh, X's marked here. Does this, uh, are these Dairon locations, or are these locations of the Tiktani? What, what, what are we looking at here around the lake? These, all these X's. These are homesteads. Homesteads that will one day build sons for the Empire. Build money for the Empire. Build glory for the Empire. So, the Tiktani are making this awesome Gloomsmite stuff? Um, awesome in the, the way that it is terrible, the original use of the word awesome, yes. <laughs> okay, if they didn't make it, you wouldn't need us? Well, I still would like you to destroy them. Well, yeah, I mean, of course. They're <laughs> slavering beasts, you should see the, the damage they have done. If they are such rabid beasts, how are they producing this drug to be sold in your town? Let alone trade for it. And what are they trading for it? Clearly there is an element inside your own borders yes. that is making this happen. So I should we not be going after them, sir? Just told you that. No. Destroy the production. Destroy the root. And nothing else matters. So if we just maybe talk to them and they just say, okay, we'll stop. Does your problem go away? I mean, you could still make all these homesteads, right? If they are willing to bend the knee to the Empire and leave forever, then yes. 
Not join. That is not an option. They are occupying Akinosian land. Do we know that to be true? Do we know it's true? Well, I'm telling you. Um, well, I, I think she's just kind of like yeah. leaning over towards uh, our bureaucrat, Mister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? Um, let me, uh, let Mr. me, Mister Bentley. Let me do a, bu- a bureaucracy roll uh, to see because I mean we're, we're I know we're like out in the sticks, yeah, but, and, but we are inside the Akinosian Empire. We're not on, like on the outskirts of it, right? No, you are. You also know, like, because bureaucracy is your talent, right? You, you could probably be like, mm, it's generally not, or yeah, you know, that is kind of how things work, right? You right, know? right. Yeah. Oh, okay. 18. Okay. So what what I what I want to try and ascertain is mm-hmm. the idea that all of this is Akin Ocean space and they are intruding or they're squatting on it and there is like a legal precedent for like if everything's the Akin Ocean Empire and these guys just decide to set up camp somewhere, are we with any within any legal rights to move them because anywhere we're moving them they're still technically in Akin Ocean space. Regionally the Akin Ocean Empire. This right. is a recognized region with a governor. They are not citizens of the Akinosian Empire. They contribute nothing to the Akinosian Empire. Thus, they are squatting. Okay. Just because they happened to live there before it was the Akinosian Empire means nothing. Mm-hmm. This isn't like a land rush where we're like on the edge. We're like inside no. Akinosia. Like yeah, Robert. it is a definitely a toe of the Akinosian Empire, mm-hmm. but it is still... Okay. Would you say in, in other, other times that this has happened, they've probably been more understanding of like oh we expanded our thing we didn't realize you were here let's talk about trade let's talk about all this and then but this guy's like different Just being a stickler yeah okay. as this when this guy came in it became a problem mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. okay cal very casually slides over to uh regibald and leans into his shoulder and says reg we are no longer in the military we are marshals is our priority not upholding the law of our own citizens as opposed to border disputes? I would say that would be outside of our jurisdiction, yes. He has been asking for the military, and they won't send him a military. But you still kind of have to do what he says. Yeah, he's been asking for the military, and they just sent us blindly. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, the yeah. people who are in but, charge of you sent you to do what yeah. he said. But that does matter to our little group of, like, you know, they have sent us into the also, wolves' den. There's, there's no way that in this... There's no way that he just gets to tell us whatever he wants. Like, we have... There's definitely... Jurisdiction, Judas Prince. We'd be we'd well, be educated in what we would be comfortable doing, mm-hmm. and this we, seems we, far the, beyond. Sure, that. sure. But we know that we need to do something to stop this guy squawking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because we're we're stuck here until yeah, we right. do. So, exactly. So yeah, Cal's not suggesting we bail, but just right. that we may be yeah. in a. Uh, yeah, this guy. We, we need more info. Yeah. yeah. So based based on uh, the the bureaucracy role and looking at the map and mm-hmm. realizing like the territory and stuff, I'm gonna like looking over at at mm-hmm. Reggie and just being like. Legally, they are squatting on uh, the imperial uh, imperial property, so we we would be within our rights to make sure they would leave. However, I th- I think uh, we'll we'll need some more information before we can make uh, a plan of attack. Wink, you know, like that, that. I'm not really not really thinking we should attack, but mm-hmm. just trying to make it. Don't want to make an enemy of this guy before we even make any big decisions. Yeah, we should probably just make him feel like he was heard. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like acknowledging that yeah. I've heard his problem. Like you know? Otham can't make you do anything, but he can cause a ruckus yeah. for the people who the poor people who can still make live you here. do something. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and the people who sent us. Yeah. 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 You make have bosses. Difficult. Right. They sent you to get this guy to shut up and they're not going to be happy with you if he does not shut up. Okay. You can't kill him. Yeah. <laughs> like not that's definitely not legal. Yeah, at least not yet. We can make it happen. <laughs> You're wincing real hard. Like I would point out that this entire town is made of wood. 
<laughs> I'm, a, I'm not a fire mage. <laughs> we can Fun, make fire. Funny thing about fire, yeah. everyone has fire. <laughs> Esmond Trad would have had a different situation. <laughs> I wonder if they won't yeah. let you on boats. You know, if they're just like, hey, maybe not you. Yeah, not the guy who like... I don't want you to a... sneeze and oh, burn up. Is it because I'm hard? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yes, he has, fine. He has, a, he has a bad dream or like... A nocturnal emission. <laughs> he brings light to yeah, the darkness. Spontaneous nocturnal emission. Oh, I just imagine there's a little metal like canoe they're pulling behind. Like, he's in, like, it's just constantly on yeah. fire. The ocean is boiling around it. So, your plan of attack. Would you like me to lay it out for you? Because I've been thinking very much about no, this. No, no, no. I, 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 I do uh, believe we have enough information. Uh, do, do you have any accommodations prepared for us. I, in fact, yes, Fort Odorax is gladly waiting your appearance. Where, where is and what is Fort Odorax? Fort Odorax is the spear point pointed at the heart of the Tiktani menace. It is about three-day ride from Witsnarf. We will, of course, provide you with Brukia, and you'll be joining the relief column for the fort. Very good. When does that leave? It's waiting, waiting on you whenever you feel ready. Yeah, I feel like, uh, and she she kind of like tugs at, at the sergeant. It's like, can we be ready maybe tomorrow? I was just about to say that, Nin. Oh, thank you for your recommendation. Sorry, sorry. it's yes. very well. No, always speak your mind, Nin. I just, you know, I just got very. You are a valued member of this party, and I won't have anyone say otherwise. Thank you, thank you so much, Governor, yes. Sub Governor. So, <laughs> you see him. Kind of shiver Ooh, as you say, Governor. Goodness. Yes, uh, <laughs> it's like yeah. the Mitchell and Webb skit yeah. where uh, Hitler died, so the power went over <laughs> yes. to. What's yeah. This? Oh god. Well, they weren't exactly going to hand over power while everything was going uh, going great. Yes. Yes. I have so many plans. There's a giant <laughs> folder. <laughs> so, Governor, uh, me and my retinue have been traveling for for days already on on ship. I I would enjoy at least. A night's rest before traveling again, if if that oh, is permitted. Absolutely, we will we will find you accommodation here in the fortress. That's not that's not necessary. I I, I would prefer it though personally. Okay, simple bunks will do. It's just mostly to allow my men and my woman. Uh, Ooh, <laughs> like Nin, take that. it down a notch. Sorry, it's, just, it's been a long boat ride. Oh yes, I I will. Um, We'll, of course, find you accommodation here. I would have thought you would rather head to the fort today, but tomorrow I can tell the burgers to wait. Did, you, no say, u- did you say burgers? The town. <laughs> There's no use showing up to the front exhausted. Ah, wisdom. I can see you are a true man of Akinosh. He claps his hands. Gregor! And Gregor comes in. Yes, yes, please um, find accommodation for our guests. They will not be leaving till tomorrow. You can see Gregor is kind of confused. Sure, you don't want to head to the fort. Why would we want to leave immediately? To destroy the menace facing the. Uh, no, it's it's fine. You you know what you're doing, Gregor. It's it's secret military stuff. It's, ah, you know, a test again. Loose lips. You don't want <laughs> you. to harm the Akinosian Empire, would we? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on I, me. I, I knew we could rely see. on this man. Yes. <laughs> um. Sergeant, um, would you prefer your own room? I don't know how this uh, no, I always, works. No, I, I I, I'm an NCO, sir. I bunk with my men. He leads you down, out back through the office, through the waiting room. As you can see, the fortress gets less nice 
leading you down stone stairs. You can feel the air getting a little colder. There's torches on the wall. You open up into a barracks, which has about 30 beds in it, and no one's in there. I call top bunk. Uh, no, this uh, gloom smite like epidemic they're having. Uh, does it have like a like a long term health effect on people? Would they have some kind of infirmary where people are held up that Cal could possibly go take a look at? There people? is no gloom smite in Whitsnarf. Okay, uh, that is a little bit different of a story than we heard from C- our Cal. Cal, I, th- I think it's time that we rested for the night. Yes, sir. The governor would not allow it inside the city. I... Gregor, you've been just so useful. Is there anything else I can get for you? I'm, I am so sorry the um, military has been pulled out of this area for quite some time. And There is nothing we need from you currently. Uh, if we do need you, though, where can you be found? Oh, and he, he looks around, and he, he finds, like, a bell, and he dusts it off and kind of <laughs> polishes on his rope a little bit. He's, um, shake this, and I, I will be found. Very well. That sounds lovely. Thank you. Ha, please rest well and do your duty for the Empire. You. And he kind of backs out of the room, <laughs> kind of shaking. A little yes. bow, slight bow, closes the door. Once once I feel like he's out of range, I'll look yeah. to uh, our sergeant and be like, kind of wish we could put the bell on him, dude. It's I know. Ratting around? Who knows what he's left the door listening? Do you think, he, do you think he's an earshot? I think it's safe to assume. All right. Yeah. Captain, uh, uh, Marshals, yes. Sergeant, I, I, I think I might need something. Can I see the bell for a second? <laughs> I'm going to regret this. I know this immediately. <laughs> but at the same time, Nin, do your worst. Okay. And she takes the bell and she looks at it. She throws it in the toilet. Ugh. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Very good, Nin. <laughs> Nin, <laughs> you shall receive a commendation when we return home. Okay. Uh, toilet. Cal just chuckles for bravery in the face of idiocy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just pats Mid- Nin on the shoulder. Middle of the night, we're gonna you're gonna wake up and take a poop right on that bell, and it's gonna ding, and he's gonna come. <laughs> what do you need? I need privacy. Oh, oh okay, of course. <laughs> He, he turns around and holds out his robe, facing with his back to <laughs> Privacy, leave him alone. <laughs> All right. Marshals form ranks, quickly. I, I know it's formality, but let's do this. Cal, what I'm going to need from you tonight is find out as much as you can about this gloom smite, what it is, what it does, probably why it's here in this city. And where we can get some. I, I'm a little curious, but I would recommend not drinking before we know what it is. Yes, I, I would prefer to be able to study the substance before I let either of you ingest it. You know, I'm pretty good at being sneaky. Bentley. Mm-hmm. What I need from you. See if you can rub elbows with the upper crust in this town. Find out it, where they're importing it from. What? Who are the major players around town? Mm. Can you do that? Oh, consider it done. All right. Nin. Yes. Nin. Still me. <laughs> Would you like to join me for dinner? <sighs> yes. Yes, Sergeant. Would you prefer to do something else? I just, I gotta get out. I gotta <laughs> do something. That's... Why I asked you to dinner? I just, you know, I got to dance. I just want to. I just want to go see the city. I want to go see the market. Take your leave then. I, I, I'll go to dinner. How long are we going to be? How long do you want? This is a night out. Where do you want to eat? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's that way. You know what? You know what? You know what? I don't even care. You do what you want, man. We'll get dinner next time. Rain check. Yes, of course. Okay. Cal Bentley. 
Does anyone have any concerns, questions, opinions? Now's the time to voice them. Mm, my orders were clear. I believe that it would be in our best interest to pick a time that we meet back up, so that if something goes wrong in this city, I do not trust these people. I, here? Four yeah, hours? back at the barracks in four hours sounds like a good plan, sir. This is sneaky past Gregor. I feel, uh, raise some suspicions, and he's quite the suck-up as it, uh... The worst he can do is complain at us till we die. Mm, too true. Anyway. We can tell him we're all going out to go pee. That is true. Since we something has clogged that. the latrine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, four hours. Let's let's travel back here as soon as we can. This information will be useful in what we have to do. Also. These savage Tectani reports bother me as well. Yes. It sounded a little racist. Really? Qu- a, a little, yes. A, I would. A little is a word you, you could use to describe that, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or you very, could, or, or extremely, maybe even. You could start with little yeah. and then work your way I, up. I, he might be the bastard son of some nobility, but it's not quite good for him to outright insult him uh, until, uh, until he embarrasses himself further. Which is only a matter of time. Mm. Anyway, I, my plan is to go mingle with at least some of the guards around this fort, see if I can find out anything useful. I will head downtown to some of the banks and see what I can find out. There. Very useful. Well, I believe the place for me to start will be down on the docks, since the only people who spoke freely of this substance were the sailors that brought us here. Brilliant. Nin, what is your plan? I'm going to get all gussied up. And I'm going to go down to the market, see what these people do for fun at night, and find out more information than you boys can. Cal walks over to Nin and puts both his hands on either of her shoulders and goes, Nin, this is very important. Oh, yeah. I need you to try very hard not to kill anyone while you're out there. I, I, I always try. You know, I, I, I do. I think you see, you see me try. I have faith in you. Okay. Very trustworthy. I will, tr- I will try. Thank you. Okay. That's all I ask. All right. Choosing not <laughs> to take that personally. <laughs> Thank you guys for putting up with my first attempt at GMing this game. Let's hear it for Max, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you... You've done a man's job, sir. Yeah, this is uh, for the first time ever really GMing something yeah. that has structure. We didn't do a lot of rolling tonight. We did a lot of role playing. We did. But no, thank you, Max, for, for agreeing to take on this burden, especially as a new GM. It's very intimidating. But yes, I think yes, I think that's is. useful for people to hear, you know, of, of what it's like. Mm-hmm. Um, to go after two masters of the craft. Thank you. As always, if you have comments, if you have suggestions, if you just want to talk to us and ask us about rules and errata, patreon.com slash RPGFS. Comment on any post. You don't have to even be a patron to do so. But if you are a patron, there's tons of perks. Please consider contributing. It helps us a ton. You can find us on facebook.com slash RPGFS. You can find us on Instagram at RPG from scratch, but that's all one word. You can find us on Twitter at Homebrew Hombres. Thank you, everybody, so much. Thank you to Andrew for playing with us. Whoop, whoop. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And until next time, stay safe, stand watch, get a full rest.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.